So welcome everybody back to the Cooper Now podcast and I'm delighted to be joined by Yvonne Gray. Lots of people in Cooper will know Yvonne but I'm not going to say any more. I'm going to introduce Yvonne and Yvonne can tell us a little bit about herself. Yvonne. Well thank you very much first of all for inviting me on. Um, I'm Yvonne Gray. I'm the principal and studio owner of the Yvonne Gray Dance Studios which is found in Short Lane just behind the post office. Um, the studios have been here since 2004 but my business has been in the town for 32 years so I'm hoping that lots of people will know who I am. That's right I, I read on your um, I read on your website that you started dancing at the age of five. I did yes. You did, did. yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so you've had the bug for a long time. <laughs> for a very very long time. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say ages here Yvonne. <laughs> yeah um, yeah my mum took me to Bali with Desmi Alexander um, up at Gowan Park and she ran a beautiful little class from her living room and I went along with my friend Susan um, I think I maybe stayed for about a year um, and I remember playing at things like being a frog and we did a show but all I wanted to do was have a pair of point shoes now if you know anything about dance at the age of five you just don't get your point shoes but I was a frustrated ballerina so I wasn't really enjoying it um, as much as I should really perhaps have enjoyed it. Um, so my mum took me to Highland dance classes with Joyce Anderson and I stayed there for many years until Royston Muldoon hit the scene in Cooper um, when I was a teenager. And there was an explosion in contemporary dance and that just fueled my love of contemporary dance at that, at that point. But getting into ballet was a complete different story. Um, and I have my geography teacher at school to be thankful for that because I was very keen on geography she was very keen to help me and of course natural conversations occur when you're sort of helping to mentor somebody and she discovered my love of dance and it so happened that her mother had a best friend whose daughter was a dance teacher she put me in touch and the rest is history that's excellent now i know my my two girls i can't i'm, I'm hoping a, a lot of people will listen to this and I'm sure there'll be an awful lot of people that will be exactly the same as me. Well, my two girls have been from Great yeah. Dance, Dance School. And uh, you, you know my two girls, Absolutely. and they're both now teenagers. But they still, you know, although they've, they've moved on and do all kinds of different things and different sports now, but they still, to this day, talk about their, their dance classes. They still, every now and again, will dig out the DVDs of, oh. uh, of the performances. Are you? <laughs> But that's really special. It really is. It's creating memories. I think that's part of the, the pleasure of my job is that some children come and they'll stay for a long, long time. Um, some of my ex-pupils have turned into dear, dear friends now. Some of their own children dance with us, which is just precious in itself. But to have those lasting memories of fun on stage, you know, meeting your peers and dancing, what, what, what more could you ask for? It's a great social thing. It is a great social thing. And again, looking and reading a little bit about your background and where you've come from, it says that you were a founding member of the Fife Youth Dance Company. Mm. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Well, this was when I, I mentioned earlier on about Royston Muldoon um, coming into Fife and he started little contemporary dance community classes, really. And uh, from that, he wanted to start a youth dance company. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And that was inspirational for me. Um, I had never done contemporary dance before, but it's actually my true love. Um, ballet is probably my first one, but contemporary I just absolutely adore. And then went on to study ballet and contemporary in Edinburgh. So, yeah, just got me on the right path at the right time. And so you went to Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And when did you when did you 
when did you come back? When when did you when did you set things up? So um, I went to Edinburgh when I was seventeen. Um, I had to promise my mum that I did my hires at school. I wanted to leave at sixteen, but she wouldn't let me. <laughs> But I thank her for that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all, we, all, um, so, we all thank our mums for advice yeah, like that, don't do. we? Yeah, <laughs> we do. So I did my hires and uh, got good results. So um, at age 17, I left to go to Edinburgh for three years. Um, it was a very small number of people who were on my course. So it was quite an intimate course. That meant that we got a lot done. Um, I did a teacher's course and they invited me at the school to become a staff member um, upon graduation. So I was very lucky. And then I danced, uh, sorry, I taught freelancer in Scotland. So I danced and taught for various people. Um, and I lived in Edinburgh for a good five years, but I decided that Cooper had a little gap and started to come back at the weekends and teach casually on a Saturday. Um, and that very quickly grew. The popularity for ballet was clear and I made the move back to Cooper again um, in 1990, but I established my school in 1989. I used to travel backwards and forwards and stay with mum and dad. Um, but the draw from being that community person that I am meant that I just wanted to come back wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And when you were when you were in Edinburgh, I read that you uh, took part in a few fringe festival yeah. productions as well. That must have been fringe. quite an experience. Yeah, it, it was great. Um, I did extra work with Rudolf Nuriav. Um, lots of stuff outdoors in the fringe, um, busking. Oh, it's, it's just great. We had a great lifestyle there. I sometimes miss the buzz of Edinburgh, especially now through COVID when we can't go anywhere. Um, but to be back in Cooper is actually rather special. Yeah. Yeah, no. It, mm -hmm. and, and again, I know lots and lots of people, you know, you're, you're a kind of a regular touch point when it comes to chatting about Cooper because so many, so many families whose children have grown up have come mm -hmm. through through your through your dance school but it's it's not just you tell us about a bit about the the, the folk that work with you yeah so i'm really lucky that um, a colleague of mine in fact she was one of my pupils when i taught in edinburgh um she was covering from um maternity leave for me in fact no she wasn't she was covering when i was dancing professionally in panto with jimmy logan that's what it was and uh she covered my classes and then my school was growing and she seemed to be the natural person to ask so allison who has worked with me for 30 years is still here. Now, Alison comes from Inverness. We met in Edinburgh. She was doing a professional tour of America as a dancer and met her husband who lived in St. Andrews. So they got together, came to St. Andrews and subsequently moved to Cooper. So it's all kind of one of those things that's meant to be. Yep. So that's Alison. And then we have Lindsay McDonald. Lindsay has been a pupil of mine since the age of 10 and she just stayed, she's never left. She's, so she did her training with me, um, very big part of my school. And my latest addition is my own gorgeous daughter, Kira. So she's now on staff too. So Kira is responsible for the street dance and the cheerleading and general keeping me on my toes. <laughs> so the next generation, we're fixed yeah. now. It's, it's good to go. <laughs> it's good to go if she wants it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's grand. Yeah. I, I, and again, you, you touched on there with one of your, one of your team uh, being in the States. I, I read that you've... Uh, also um, judged at the, the ICU Dance Worlds in Florida? That's right. Yes, I did a, a stint of judging. In fact, I was um, the principal of dance for an organisation called Scotchier, who wanted to get together the first ever Scottish dance team to compete at ICU Worlds. And the year was 2010. And I don't know if you recall 2010 and the volcano. Yes, I right do. Right at that time. So we had prepared our teams. They'd done 
weeks and weeks of choreography intensives and then it blew and we were like what we're going to do so um Steve Walls who bless his soul is no, no longer here but he was insistent that we at least try to get to America so we were stood in Glasgow airport the only idiots there in a queue <laughs> <laughs> to go onto this plane which actually was deferring via Iceland so we actually had to stop in Iceland and then we got there with half of our teams and they kind of redid the choreography um they actually did such a good job so some teams made it some teams didn't um that was my first stint of judging I went back another year to do it again and it was a really good experience to judge at that level it was it and was that's, great and yeah. that's really surreal because it's just hit the news again this weekend that the, yeah, uh, I, know. The, 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 I think it's the same volcano in the same <laughs> it's place crazy so, isn't it Absolutely yeah so we're yeah. 11 years down the line from that yep. Um, you, I'm not expecting you to, to, to rattle them all off, but you, you know, you, you run an awful lot of different classes for an awful lot of different people. And mm. I know that when we've spoken before, I think maybe, and again, perhaps this was my perception that it's predominantly, um, for children, but you have a lot of adults that, that you've, you've helped and support. And yeah. especially at this, this current time, I know we, we've discussed, um, the level of support that's provided for for older generation adults as well because some of them very much rely on you as their you know social interaction and getting out Absolutely. and about and so on and so yeah. forth but mm -hmm. just just chat us through some of the some of the classes and programs that sure. you, you do run and then fingers crossed hopefully when everything is back that you'll be running full-time yeah so yeah we start from mummy and me so the children who are just toddling and coming along with mummy. So we had, we don't have it at the moment because of all the restrictions, obviously, and props and sharing, but we start with mummy and me. So you can come along and it's just interactive with your child, enjoying music, enjoying movement, enjoying using props, enjoying singing, all that kind of stuff. So that's where we start. Then at the age of three, they can come independently to a number of classes. So we teach ballet, uh, we teach contemporary dance, we teach jazz tap, Scottish, acro dance, street, cheerleading, and that's all for children. And then we can take you as far as you want to go. So, you know, I know your children came and they loved their dance and it wasn't a profession for them, but they loved it. But we have others who want to come in here and reach that goal of becoming a professional dancer themselves. So we can take them that far. Um, and then we have adult classes. So we have adult fun classes, and I'm just going to touch on the point that you um, said about our adult ladies. Now, we have a class on a Thursday called Keep Young and Beautiful. And I think I want to say that our oldest member is 87. Um, and it's really, really important for them to be able to come to, it's a community thing for them. They come and do their class and then they go and do coffees together. It, it's very much an, a, a very important part of their social life. Now, whilst we've been in lockdown, I have to say that our ladies have been the most loyal and the most inspirational people to us because they've paid me online. They've not had any ticket to show for their money, but they make their own virtual tickets. They show up every single time. On a Tuesday morning, I can have up to 20 people doing my stretch and condition class. We've got Zumba for them. There's the Keep Young and Beautiful. And, and they just, they've kept us going. They're just inspirational to us. So I hope they're listening to this and appreciate how much we appreciate them. I, I hope they're. I hope they're listening. We'll certainly push it out through all the all the Cooper now channels. And I know the podcasts that we've shared so far are getting um getting some great con 
uh, comments from people um, all the way around the world as well. We've had, uh, we've had yeah, we, I know. So, so yes, we're um, the sun never sets on Cooper. That's the that's the point. Now, um, the other the other thing I wanted to pick up on, and, and again, we did a we did a, a um, video working with cams before Christmas. But I know you took on a really fascinating project um, before Christmas with your with your um, some of your uh, students as well. Just tell our listeners a little bit, bit a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, sure. So because COVID hit at a really strange time, so this time last year we were preparing to do a show. Um, I have another branch in Anstruther actually, and it was going to be their first ever performance. So obviously that just completely blew out. Now, normally at Christmas time, we would get involved in the community and we'd do the Christmas light switch on or any concerts or we'd go to old folks homes and take dancers. None of that was happening. And I was really aware that although we were on Zoom teaching classes, it's still not the same as managing to do a performance. So I decided to make a virtual Christmas card. And this was while the, the dancers were still able to come to the studio. So they came in on Sundays and I choreographed a little piece for them, socially distanced, wearing their masks. And then we took it outside. And um, Rob, um, my friend, who's a videographer, he came and filmed it, edited it, put it all together, spliced all the music. And we made a Cooper Community Christmas card, which was joyful for the girls to do. Um, really I love, loved doing it all myself and it was just great to get all the response that we got from it as well. Well I know it had thousands of views and um, <laughs> anybody that hasn't seen it check it out because you'll find it through uh, Yvonne's Facebook page but it was a it was a lovely it was a lovely video and I know it, it got some lovely comments again from people seeing it because you were uh, you know the, the it was performed all, all the way around the, the town. Yeah and, we and tried to find touch. little locations that would just highlight Cooper yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah no it was a it was a really lovely thing really lovely thing Thank to you. see. Um, and hopefully, um, uh, well, uh, hopefully, the first biggest hope is that we get back to where we we, we want to be yeah. with everything open. But I I, uh, I hope that maybe something along those lines can be repeated this year, regardless of where we're at with restrictions, because it was a it was a really lovely project to see um, see the see the children out Thank performing, you. but actually showcasing the town as well. It was a lovely yeah. it was a lovely touch. Yeah, well, we, we do have plans to do something um, Christmassy again. Um, not knowing again whether we'll be able to go into theatres or not, we've actually started conversations with the Whitehall Theatre in Dundee. Mm -hmm. um, we have a good relationship with them, and it may be that we can film some things, maybe socially distanced, not have yeah. an audience, but make a film. So we're hoping to do something along those lines for Christmas time. But uh, yeah, I would love to repeat the going out and doing the Christmas card again. I think we had a great time. No, that would be very good. Yeah. You were talking about performance, and I've, I've I, I, along with many parents, I'm sure have have been to and enjoyed uh your shows in the past um i remember uh, joyfully tripping down to glen rothis and seeing my girls um on on stage when they were especially when they were very very young with uh trying to restrain my laughter at uh, their <laughs> their inability to turn left and right but um <laughs> the dancing was great it was just their direction that was the problem. we'll try um, that on zoom oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that must be entertaining. Um, but and again, we're, we're, we are where we are with the current restrictions. But, you know, your your hope must be to get back to those 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 collective performances because they are they are joyful and they're, they're great fun. And, they're you know, yeah. as you said, it's all about building memories. Yeah, they are. They're, they're extremely important for the children. As I say, their social awareness and um, uh, they're being able to step into a character and portray that character um, building their confidence. Um, but just another thing as well. And as a little aside um the shows always generate money and we always donate money 
to local causes and so on. So again, we've not been able to do that. So it'd be really nice to get that support back for um, people in the community and so on. Um, you know, hark back to when my dad, he, he was the biggest inspiration in my life too, actually. He was the Cooper Community Council chairperson when the Cooper Children's Gala Weeks were first established. Mm -hmm. So he was partly responsible for those um, events first starting and that inspired me and my dance world as well. But not only that, the, the, the community spirit and sort of keeping that in the family. I, I love to think that we're giving back as much as we are providing for the community as well. No, that's really good. That's really good to hear. The, the, um, one, of the, one of the things, I'm no dancer. <laughs> Anybody that knows me will probably testify that. You're welcome to um, come and try. <laughs> but I was going, I, I'm just leading on to that. If, if anyone listening to this is a, uh, you know, pent up, wanting to get out there, wanting to, uh, to try dance for the first time, um, what would you recommend first and foremost, but then um, how, how should they or could they get in touch with you? Well, probably the first thing is to have a look on the website at some of the things that we've got there and on our Facebook pages and just have a look and research the different styles of dance. Um, we have a Facebook page, we have a Facebook group, we have um, an Instagram page. And of course, we've got the website, which is just very simply www.yvonnegray.co.uk. So little uh, snippets into there or give yourself a ring. I'm always free to, to chat on the phone, take anybody through any questions they want. But we do have something for everybody, whether people want to come for social um, skills or whether they want to actually have physical skills. Um, boys and girls, we've had many successful boys going through the school. Um, nowadays, the stigma is not quite as bad as it used to be for boys dancing. Um, and I've actually just myself just completed an acro dance for preschools and we're encouraging um, that new class to start after the summer holidays um, and I'm hoping that lots of boys will come and make the benefit of that class too. Yeah I think um, probably programs that have been on TV you know Britain's Got Talent and all with street mm. dance and contemporary dance and show, showing that uh, you know back in my day I'm not giving away my age but back in my <laughs> day I mean my sister was a was a uh, you know loved her ballet classes but it was it, it, it was very much, a, you know, something for, for girls and not for boys. But I think the, the times have changed dramatically. And it's fantastic to see, especially in contemporary dance, um, you, you know, youngsters of, uh, of boys and girls getting out there and having a, having a real blast and really enjoying it. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, that's really good. Um, Yvonne, it's, it's, a, it's great to catch up. Uh, for anybody listening this is you know we're just trying to do little snippets of this so that people get to know a little bit more about the people behind the businesses and organizations in 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 cooper it's been a joy to catch up and we will be publishing this very soon on our cooper now podcast it's available on all the different channels that you can find podcasts on i won't rattle them all off but it's all of them um and so yes thank you very much for joining us and hopefully hopefully bump into you in and around cooper before too long and I very, very much hope that um, you're able to get students, young and old, and all in ages in between, back into the studios as soon as we possibly can. Yeah, fingers crossed. And thanks very much for having me on. That's no problem at all. Take care. Thank you. <laughs>